0: It's time for the Drives Top 5 at 5. Quitting time on your Monday, 5 o'clock, here on Fan Run Radio. Russell Smith, your fearless leader for another hour or so here on Fan Run. Marcus is in with your Top 5 at 5, brought to you this afternoon by Malone Acosta Dentistry at Knoxville Smiles. Marcus, what do you got? Thank
1: you, Russell. At number one, the AP Top 25 for men's basketball has been released. Houston comes back up to number one, while Alabama drops down to number two. And Kansas rounds out your top three. Purdue dropped down two spots, down to number five. The biggest movements, Indiana dropped three spots to 17. Iowa State dropped four spots to 23. Tennessee drops down one spot after their weekend, down to 11. And we will be facing number 25, Texas A&M, tomorrow.
0: Chance for a quad one win. We need it. They're a good team. We've talked about them. They're good. Four games left. What's the record going to be, Bear? Would you take two and two, even split right now?
2: Probably, but I would much prefer three and one and the one not being tomorrow night.
0: Any chance they go four and oh?
2: Sure. Sure. But there's a lot of variables in that. So, but yeah, I mean, they're they're capable. But did we can beat anybody in the country. We can also lose to just about anybody in the country. It's That's wrong. what's so maddening about this team. Like, legit. There's some teams that would be matchup nightmares for us. Purdue. But, yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go three
1: and one. All right. At number two, the college baseball rankings have been updated. LSU remains at number one. Stanford jumps up to number two, while Tennessee drops to number three. Uh, for the rest of the SEC, you have Old Miss and Texas A&M four and five. Florida's at seven. Arkansas at nine. Vanderbilt at ten. You drop down, and you see Alabama at 20 and South Carolina at 23. So, after a rocky weekend – Tennessee only drops one spot. Russ, you've mentioned it. These are good teams that we have played, so it's understandable.
0: Yeah, let's let, let, let's just clean things up. Get home. I I was Saturday, I was ready like, hey, let's just get home. I think Griffin Merritt got hit in the face by a pitch. He did. Yesterday. It's like, can we just get back to Knoxville in one piece? Let's regroup. Let's go back to basics. Let's practice our fielding. Let's start stop booting the ball. Let's let's get on the base paths and, and work on our base running and just get back to the fundamentals. And we've got the talent. That is talent is not the issue. But you know, I mean maybe they're maybe a little bit overconfident, maybe hearing the talk around town, reading the headlines, seeing the number 2 ranking, all that stuff and you still got to go earn it. You still got to go work for it. And there's a lot of baseball left to be played. Alabama a and coming in here for two games starting tomorrow. And let's win both of those things and get this thing rolling here. Absolutely agree. At number three, Vols football
1: receives another commitment for 2024. In-state defensive back Marcus Gorey Jr. commits to Tennessee. The Cleveland, Tennessee native will be a welcome addition as the 6 6'1", 170-pound cornerback, We'll join, uh, who do we got, Jonathan Eccles, Caleb Beasley,
0: and Carson Gently. Yeah, hopefully the beginning of of big things as far as in-state prospects. We got uh, two or I guess three of them right now and a couple of other really nice ones look like, it looks like Tennessee's going to get, I don't know if it's everybody they want, but pretty much whoever they want in-state right now i know there's a real nice sounding athlete in memphis kamaro brown who's pretty close to committing so um
2: yeah but it, i mean that's been a that's one of the things we've talked about um was you know we, we've heard a lot of guys come through here since the glory days that said they were going to lock down the borders and tennessee wasn't going to play second fiddle in their home state but I finally feel like we may have some traction again in state.
0: Well, and the ironic thing is, like I don't feel like Hypel ever really talked like that. I mean, everybody gives the uh, you know put up a fence around our state in their introductory press conference, and he might have said something like that, but I, I don't remember it. But um, I don't either. You know, he's, he doesn't say a whole lot. No, he, yeah, he doesn't talk. He 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 does it. He goes out and does it. I mean, we get Arian Carter and Caleb Herring. This time around, um, we lead for – we've already got uh, Beasley and then the other kid from Lipscomb, Spillman, you know, his brother. We took his his brother. It's kind of a shrewd move to to get that thing going. So, yeah, we get the top two players in state two years in a row. Would be – I mean, we're not a state – Tennessee's not a state. It's not like Georgia or Florida where you're going to have a dozen or so blue chippers every year. You're going to have – you're going to have two, three, two or three blue chippers every year. You get those guys, I'll be happy. At num- Go ahead, Marcus.
1: Sorry. At number four. Think, go ahead, Seahawks DK Metcalf says the NFL wants to drug test him after winning the MVP at the NBA's Celebrity All-Star Game. Obviously, Metcalf has a tendency to make headlines in other sports other than the football. He ended up uh, sealing the show at the Celebrity All-Star Game winning MVP with a double-double for Dwayne Wade's squad. Turns out afterwards he posted on his Instagram story Sunday an apparent text from an NFL representative informing the wideout he's been quote, selected for a performance-enhancing substance policy collection. And he I was think told, it
2: has less to do with that basketball game, Marcus, and more to do with that video he put out that I just assumed was doctored, like the Kobe jumping over the car video. And he jumped, like, freakishly. I'm talking freakishly high in the air off one. He didn't even really try that hard. So it looked doctored to me, but somebody had posted that and said, uh, over, under, before he gets his notice that he drug tests for the NFL.
1: Well, NFL, Maybe you got seen it? I haven't seen that video, no. No. I'll have to find it. I mean, obviously, all NFL players are subject to random drug tests, but this isn't the first time one of the notable players of the league has implied that they are being specifically looked at. So we'll—I'll uh, find that video. I'm sure we'll hear more about it soon. And finally, at number five, uh, a Russian prankster—prank—prankster—prankster—calls uh, Angela Merkel, posing as a former leader.
0: Oh no! What? This is the former president of Germany, right? Well, she's chancellor. She is the uh, don't German. You right? got chancellors.
1: Yeah, she's the German chancellor, but they called her a couple pranksters from Russia posing as Ukraine's ex-president Petro Poroshenko. Oh, those wacky Russians. At it again. They ended up contacting Angela Merkel by phone to discuss developments in Ukraine and Belarus. Although the former German chancellor, or she is the former, you're right, appeared uh, a bit weary during the call, unsure if this was really Ooh, who it was. Yeah. So she kind of kept to the talking points you see in public when, when talking to uh, these two pranksters. That's funny. They shared their uh, certain excerpts of the call to what their Telegram channel. I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> Apparently, maybe that's their version. They don't have of YouTube. Facebook yet. Over yeah, there. I yeah. guess not. Apparently, this is not the first time that they've called different uh, European politicians. They got uh, the French president, uh, macaron or Macron or Macron, how do you say his macaron. name?
2: Macaroon.
1: <laughs> it's the cookie, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he might as well be a macaron. Right? That's a similar thing. I think those are Italian. Are they? I know, I Macarons? They were, I don't know enough about cookies. It's a cookie. I'll eat it. You know, I don't Candoles. care. Uh, they also got. If you
2: could uh, get anybody on the phone on a prank call, who would it be?
0: Oh, I don't know. I was never into the whole prank call thing. I got one of my friends with a prank call once
1: called him as a, a representative of Amazon. And I was just saying, hey, we're just making sure that everything is going well. Started listing off things I knew about him that he would like as if it was like the specific ads that pop up. Like, hey, I don't know. He was a big Giants fan. Hey, I don't know. You know, we have some specific calendars in case you're like a New York Jets fan or a Giants fan and. I just, like, started talking his ear off before he finally just hung up on me. Great story, Marcus. Thanks.
2: of might drop in.
1: Well, we were talking about prank. If you guys have never done a prank call, I thought maybe I'd share one of mine.
0: Oh, I my
1: share.
0: In Bear's mind, a prank call is just like he calls somebody and screams at them. Ah, I got him. Got him that time. Or just calls and hangs up. Yeah. Calls again. <laughs> it calls and hangs up 30 times. Thank you, Marcus. That is the top five at five. It's brought to you by Malone Acosta Dentistry at Knoxville Smiles. Schedule your smile consultation online at com. Let's get a call from Richard, who's been hanging for quite a minute. Quite a minute. Quite a while. Is what I meant to say there. Richard, good afternoon. How are you, sir? I'm doing okay.
3: Uh, Damn near forgot what I was going to call about. <laughs> but
0: uh, he's been on hold so he, long, he, he doesn't even remember why he called in the first place. A
3: couple, two things, um, well, three things. One, briefly, uh, Barnes has got to, you know, he's got to start recruiting offense, you know, more offense, and uh, you know, he, he just recruits these these guys that, you know, he's so into the defense. If he wants to win anything, he's got to start getting some offensive players. I know Phillips has been a disappointment, and because uh, i uh, James has been injured, but still, so having said that, I remember, and I don't know who the coach was. It was either when Conzo was here, or he was one of the you know coaches that ended up getting fired and didn't do well, and I remember the media or whatever i remember one day on the radio might have been the state-run guys were talking about well what's it you know what do you want with tennessee basketball and they talked about if we could get a coach here who could get us to the ncaa tournament most years be you know ranked most years uh that would be that's all you know that's all we expect of basketball i mean given you know football is more important yeah
0: so we've got that now
3: yeah. but we still get we get very disappointed
0: well, your expectations change right I mean you, when you've had that for a while you're right I mean we our expectations used to be man wouldn't it be nice to just make the tournament once like I remember thinking that in the 90s it's like yeah we just never go to the tournament and you get you get there and it's like you want to go further and and we've been there We've lived in the tournament since 2006, pretty much have been in the tournament just about every single year. And that, I don't want to say it gets old after a while, but you start to take it for granted after a while. So that's kind of where we are. We're a little bit spoiled at this point, but uh, I, I think the folks that do remember the days you're talking about Richard are a little bit more lenient in their assessment of Rick Barnes, unless you're Phil, who just wants him to retire.
3: Uh, my last thing, I was uh, my dad had uh, used to have season tickets football and basketball. And basketball, he had four season tickets every year, and this was back in the seventies. So I was a kid, and I got to go. I went to almost every home game during the seventies. Uh, before King and Grunfeld got there, those early seventies teams are some of my favorite. I just Mike Edwards and John Snow. I, I love the way that uh Mears played, um his offense and everything. And I remember the band marching around the court and it was, you know, that was ordinary back then. That was every game. And of course Coach Mears had the had the uh the uh unicycle and and all that stuff. He had he had Harlem Globetrotters, little warm up drills that he did and uh yeah, it, it was really great, you know. And back then, you didn't get an NCAA tournament unless you won the conference. And we had a couple of real heartbreaking years where we lost after Kentucky. But yeah, we had really good basketball, so those were good memories.
0: My biggest takeaway is we had a basketball player named John Snow.
3: Yeah, was he, was he, he, was also... he was a great
0: shooter. He was also a great shooter. He's also a great uh, Christ figure in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Yeah.
2: I work with the Jon Snow. How about that? Yeah, how about that?
3: Yeah, I you never know, watched Game, Game of Thrones. Sorry.
0: <laughs> it's okay, Roger, uh, Richard. You're forgiven. Thanks for the phone okay. call, though. Appreciate you. Thank you, sir. 865 546 8200. Any thoughts on Richard's phone call today, Bear?
2: A tremendous outstanding as always. Love when Richard
0: calls in. 865-546-8200. Your number to get on the program this afternoon. President's Day edition of the show. Teddy Roosevelt has not been brought up today in our discussion of great American presidents. I feel like he's mm. pretty universally beloved. I'd say so. Plus, he got—he was portrayed by uh, Robin Williams, in that. Yep. a museum movie. It was a Rough Rider. Back in yeah. the day, I—I I think that happened in Puerto Rico. Who were the Rough Riders, Bear? What did they do?
2: I don't really remember that part of my American history. Probably in the hallway at that point, we were covering the Rough Riders. I knew you had that cool mustache. He's a man's man.
0: He was, and I think he was like a weakling growing up. He was asthmatic and sickly, and yeah. people thought he was going to die. And he, he He's a got firm real... believer in like the outdoors, and yeah, fresh didn't air. he start the uh, national park system?
2: I'm fairly certain he did, but like everything on the drive, I'm probably wrong. Um, but yeah, I think he was. But I know when you mentioned asthmatic, that did jog a memory that he was really into the outdoors and i think it was one of the roosevelts that started the national park system so um but yeah what about the news about president carter doesn't sound like he's
0: oh yeah it's very sad a lot
2: of time left
0: he was president when i was he he was my president when i was born tail end of the carter administration he was mining like early grade school I know he's yeah. not. He's he's kind of looked a good at. Good dude, man. Yeah, like about, you know. I, I know people look at his presidency as not being as particularly being effective man. and all that stuff. But he's one of the good guys. Oh, God. Everything he's done since he was president,
2: he did a whole other lifetime worth of work, charitable work, and uh, um, just a really decent, decent, kind man. So
0: let's go back to the phones. 865-546-8200, your number to get on the Big Orange Phillies phone lines. And Willie is next. Good afternoon, Willie. You guys still there? Yes, Bear, we're here. You, you need to okay. uh, hang up on Bear. He can't hear us. We can't hear him. Disconnect with him. Flush Bear. Thank you. Willie, what's up?
4: Hey, you know what Jimmy Carter, his biggest gift was? He gave his, uh, his brother Billy.
0: Billy, Billy was beer. like – he he was the black sheep of the family, wasn't he? He was always drunk.
4: <laughs> he had his own beer. Billy beer. Billy beer. Yeah. Yeah. We drank That's beer. Cool. I liked beer. Hey, I still like beer. Doesn't that make you guys – I mean, it's the first time I've tuned you guys in in months. Doesn't that make you sick? It's <laughs> Matt McClung out there win the damn slam dunk competition. But uh, Rick Barnes uh, couldn't use it.
0: Well, we're not the only ones. Oh, uh, you know, Cal Perry passed on him too.
4: Yeah, but he wanted to come here, and we hadn't we hadn't had a shooter. You know, I you I heard that guy talking back, back to the mirrors days when I was a kid. I'll never forget the Greenfield Gunner, Mike Edwards, was from Greenfield, Indiana. That guy, he'd stand out there in the state emblem at midcourt at Stokely and just drain them. We. How long has it been since we've had a, a great pure
0: shooter, other than Chris Lofton? Well, I mean, if that's the standard, probably not much. I mean, I thought, you know, McBee could fill it up a little bit. Jordan Bowden could get hot. I mean, the thing is frustrating, Willie, Vescovy was pretty – he was lights out last year. Like, he was one of the best three-point shooters in the country. And uh, Maybe it's the shoulder injuries kind of set him back there, but um, – He can get hot.
4: All you got to do to run a basketball player is is put him playing for Rick Barnes.
0: Oh, come on. That's not fair. I mean, that's – hey,
4: let's be be honest about it, guys. We're going to win one game in the NCAA tournament, and then we're going to lose our second game. I'm sorry, guys, but I just think he sucks as a coach. I think he's over over the hill. I think he's over the hill we need to force him out. Because he's not—he's not, he's not going to quit making six million dollars a year.
0: You got twenty-five million dollars to buy him out.
4: Tennessee, they—they oh, they love flushing money down the toilet. Yeah, but I, I say flush him and bring Steve Forbes in.
0: Wouldn't you rather spend that twenty-five million dollars on your football program, your no. baseball program? No. You, I'm I'm
4: a bigger basketball fan than I am any other sport. So you're going to blow
0: Rick Barnes out of there after you yeah. won the SEC tournament last year. You've been to the tournament just about every year he's been here. Won a conference yeah, championship.
4: Like, yeah, because he goes to that NCAA tournament, flames out every year.
0: Well, what Which makes you think nice Steve Forbes is going to do any better? Because Forbes is a better coach. What's he done?
4: That, that's the – Our offense is the most horrible offense. Everybody's talking about we've got a great team. We do not have a great team. Our team sucks.
0: That's not true. They're
4: ranked number 11 in the country, Willie. If you you take uh, Triple J out of there and the other guy, what's the other guy's name that's hurt? Phillips. Who? What's his name? Julian Phillips. Yeah, Julian Phillips. You take those two guys out. And we have no chance in the NCAA tournament.
2: Zero. really, buddy, we beat number one Alabama without them last Wednesday. That was
4: at home. We're not going to get a play at home in the tournament. Not going to play on the road either. You're exactly right. But on a neutral site, we've got no
0: chance. Beat Kansas at an, on a neutral site earlier this year.
4: Yeah, we were at full strength, weren't we? No.
2: I
0: don't
4: think Triple J played in that game, did he? No. Nope. I bet anybody any amount of money they want to, that we do not win two games in the NCAA tournament.
0: Well, I, I probably would, would not take that bet, but I'm not ready to have a coaching changeover, especially for it was Steve Forbes. I mean, the next NCAA game he wins will be his first, Will Willie. The guy's almost 70 years old.
4: Time for him to hang it up. Uh, He's farting I, dust. He's so old.
0: I think you're being very ageist right now. Farting dust, that's kind of funny. But you're being ageist right now, <laughs> Willie. <laughs> Willie, 60. Just turned 60 last week. You're a young man. Got your whole life ahead of you. Wasn't you, the, if, you saw up, my name, if
4: you saw my left, I just had my hip, right hip replaced. Ooh. My left, my left knee's swollen up like a two grapefruits. They drained eighty four cc's of fluid out of it three weeks ago, and it's back bigger than it was.
0: Well, I mean, you are a softball pioneer and a trailblazer. And- and that's why. That's why my, my. That's why my legs are so screwed up. Well, well hang in there, Willie. we this, this basketball. We got a lot of basketball left to be played here. Have a little faith in... Your head coach, Rick Barnes, he's won a lot of games here. You know, he won't go five hundred the rest of the way. Oh, man. I, try, I tried. I, I'm trying to get him going here. He's, he doesn't want to hear it. I love,
4: I love, I love Tennessee basketball more than I do Tennessee football, and I'm a huge baseball fan. But their, their players change so much from year to year. I just, I mean, I'm not really into it
0: basketball is the same way anymore willie we appreciate it good to hear from you man i'm glad you're doing well
4: uh see you guys
0: Oof.
1: pretty sure uh coach Whoa. k was coaching in his
0: 70s was was that the most negative call we've had in quite some time bear i mean even phil is sitting there going damn dude oh, back away from the edge I mean, of the cliff get much more negative than that russell Eight six five.
2: Yeah, I mean that's 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 super negative, Russ. Five
0: four six eight two zero zero. Your number to get on the big orange Phillies phone lines. Let's take a quick break. The drive continues. Back with more after this. The docket. Brought to you by Fox and Farmer, the Car Pro Attorneys. And we have an update in the Alec Baldwin saga today. Baldwin is no longer facing years behind bars in connection to the fatal shooting of the cinematographer on the movie set Rust last year. Prosecutors dropped the firearms enhancement originally brought against Baldwin. Paperwork filed today. So, um, enhancers. If Baldwin had been convicted of the invol- involuntary manslaughter charge and firearms enhancement, the star would have faced a mandatory five years in jail. The max time he faces is now 18 months. No way he goes so to prison so- for this. There's just no. no way.
2: No, I mean, I saw another story, Russ, where he was talking about. Um, wanting to get the production started back up and finish that damn movie.
0: But they should. You think so? Yeah. I mean, like... There'd always be something macabre about it. Yeah, there would be, but again, like, it's not the movie's fault. Like, I don't... I don't, I don't understand. Like, it's just... The, the whole thing to me is, like, he didn't meet... Can you prove that he was negligent, perhaps? You know, He's. it's weird that he says he didn't pull the trigger. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, a gun generally doesn't go off unless you pull the trigger. But, to me, it's just absence of intent. I just don't see. Uh, again, like, yeah, I get it. He's a jerk. Who cares? Like, that doesn't matter. Like, he, he didn't mean to kill that poor old vote. No.
1: Would it make you slightly uncomfortable if they finished it and at the end? They go in loving memory.
0: Would it be kind of like a little kind of moment, or? Oh, they'll definitely do that. It'll be like dedicated well, yeah. in her memory or something. No, I mean I, I think that's no. just what you do. But no,
2: I, I do know that I've, I've read enough about it now, and like people are saying, like he swears up and down that he didn't pull that trigger, but I've had, they've had like several experts say there's no way that in law enforcement. There's no way that gun goes off without him pulling the trigger. So,
0: Maybe that's just yeah. a, a little CYA because he knows he's facing and a I heap of trouble were, here and just deny it till you die.
2: Yeah, I mean, it. He's definitely guilty of, of uh, in my mind, of, of absolute gross negligence. And it doesn't sound like they. He was running a very safe. Uh, work work he didn't have a very safe work environment obviously somebody died but um somebody that's been around as long as he has or us i mean come on dude A girl wasn't qualified to be his arm an armor on a movie like that mm. those kinds of firearms how the hell did the bullets get in there that's what i want to know
0: well and it's i, I think there's a lesson too like all these actors you know you watch these movies and it's like produced by Tom Hanks and Charlize Theron and whoever, yeah. you know, all these movies. And they're, like, not even in the movie, and they're just, like, slapping their name. On, like, I'll, I've always thought that was weird. And like, Alec Baldwin is an actor, okay? And I know. There's, right. like, actors who direct and stuff. But at, at a certain point, it's like, okay, he's in the movie. He's not the guy who... Make sure you hire the armorer and the caterer and the lights guy and all that stuff. So he's in the movie, okay? And if you're just slapping his name on it to put pump a little money in and all that stuff, then maybe you shouldn't be doing that. You know, maybe I agree one
2: hundred percent. That's it, right there in a the nutshell.
0: But uh, they they do that, man. It's weird. It's like DiCaprio. He's every movie now. His name's on it. It was like stupid comedy movies that he would never be in, and you'll see, like, he's one of the producers. He, he um, wasn't, on, he wasn't on set every day. You're just putting his name on there so that it'll look good in the credits.
2: Yeah, the one that really jumps out at me, like, you'll have somebody that'll have, like, the star of, like, a super successful show. Like, the best example of this is that NCIS show. It's been on for, like, 20 years now. Crazy
0: success. R.I.P. Still. Richard Belzer.
2: That's a different show. But anyhow, Mark Law Harmon order. started off starting that show, and he's still, like, he's not even on the show anymore, but he's still the executive producer of the show. Like Ray Donovan, Lee Schreiber ended up being a, you know, it's weird how that works. I don't know if that's just, like, a money thing where they give him the credit or what. I
0: always thought it was weird when an actor is in a, a TV show like that and they direct, like, Buscemi directed a couple episodes of The Sopranos that he was in.
2: He uh, apparently his first. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I'm gonna have to look this up. I'm pretty sure Buscemi, uh Buscemi, however you say it, he directed Pine Barrens,
0: and I think that may have been his first yeah. episode directing. I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, I think Gandolfini it. directed. It's like they're they're hanging out and set, and, and the, the actors are like, eh, I think I could do that. Uh, I'll still be I, in I the show. It's I, I think can. Yeah. I just feel like, like that, I think, that would be a cool thing. Like if you could be any kind of artist. Oh, to be an actor? To to be a director. Like director? an auteur director. To be a, a Kubrick or a Scorsese, Scorsese yeah. That, that would be pretty cool. Like those guys, they've there's just something cool about
4: Spielberg, those guys. Yeah,
0: Lucas. Yeah. Cameron. Something magical about it. It's not. Yeah. It. They're probably just regular dudes with an insane do. work yeah, ethic. they're just
2: really good at that. Creative. You think they could deal with Willie on a bender? I mean, we're doing it in chopped liver, Russ.
1: It's I true. Don't, I don't want to throw James Cameron amongst those names. Let's just leave him out of it. What's he Cameron done? Avatar, Titanic? He did Titanic. Yeah. His earlier stuff was better, but since he started doing out like, look. Av- Have, has
0: anybody seen the new Avatar? Uh, no. No. You say that so derisively, I never like. The- Oh, the first one, first one was great. First one was great. This is the docket. I don't want to get into this right now, but uh, no, Avatar is overrated. He is so ready to geek out right now. If you could look at the level of disgust on Marcus's face, he is ready to go on like a Star Trek over Star Wars level geek rant right now. Overrated movie I he, can... he looks at his watch He's like We've only got 24 minutes And I I need like Two hours To go on this dissertation I, I, I couldn't even begin To cover What makes <laughs> Avatar Utter crap In 24 minutes
1: No You know what I can do it in one sentence It's just Pocahontas But with aliens That's all it is It's a retelling Of the same story Done millions of yeah, times
0: Guess what That's like All great that's mo- that's all it works, great movies or it, it, It's called um, Archetypal s- Stories
2: I mean, if you never figured out that Sons of Anarchy is, oh God, what is it? It's a Shakespeare.
0: Um, is it a fellow? See, even Meathead Bear is quoting the Bard now. Everything came from Meathead the Bible. Bear. Everything came from the Bible. Everything's a Bible story, Marcus. At the at the core of it, just- it's Pocahontas. It's just Pocahontas. It's just. Other people, other cultures clashing, and then they find out that they're in love and they have a shared humanity.
1: And then he has to stop his, yeah. his side of things from taking over because that's all they want to do. It's is, a beautiful story. Yeah, it's it's a beautiful, so beautiful
0: sentiment.
1: It was ahead of its it, it, time with graphics, and that's it. That's all. that. Like, it's awful. Didn't deserve six it's, sequels.
0: It's, it's, I
2: mean, it's a, you could say it's a Dr. Seuss
0: story. You guys, man, just hate, just haters. Thank good you. Lord, Marcus. Thank I'm not
2: hating on Avatar. I just never saw
0: it. You wouldn't like it.
2: How do you know that? I like science that, fiction it's, weird it's, stuff. It's
0: a little, it, it's a, it's a love story, man. And I don't, I don't think you truly like good love, good love love story, bro. I, I, I love don't think you, I don't story. think you do. What's your favorite love story?
2: My favorite love story, yeah. like movie
0: or book or what? Yeah, sure. Give me a couple of good love stories. Uh,
2: there's the movie The Love Story.
0: What's that? Uh, you're that just, like you're just thinking movie. of, you're just naming love stories. No, I want to know what you like, what moves you, Bear. What do you watch? You're like, yes, I want that. I want a relationship like that. That's beautiful. That's love. That's real love. Well-
2: I mean, pretty much anything with Sandra Bullock in it. Oh, not uh, sex,
0: not sex, love, a love story. I'm not having
2: sex. She doesn't star she's in. She's not any. She doesn't. You ever just do
0: naming a girl you want to sleep with. I, I'm talking about a story, I a don't sentiment. Get
2: to know her, Russell. Look
5: deep into her eyes.
2: I'm in love
0: with her. Love.
2: What love story? Uh. I mean, I love Tennessee sports. Kind of been self-destructive. you, you can't
0: do it. You don't love love.
1: I
2: love love, man. I, I went back and listened to that show. You guys misrepresent me a lot.
1: Oh, you, you mean take we'll,
2: stuff and blow it out of proportion?
1: When we were questioning you on Valentine's uh, Day, whatever.
2: i will uh, try to tell you, you're not going to get in here and twist my words right now. I love love, and that belongs on the awesome list of
0: things that I hate. What Harry said. Number you, one, you night. you love hot women. You're not love, love. Beautiful love story. Well, tell me a, a love story. You, what's your favorite love story, Ralph? You know what What comes to mind immediately, always, whenever this question comes up, is uh, Leaving Las Vegas, um, uh, Nicholas Cage good, and Elizabeth Shue. Great love story. Yeah. Great love story. Mm-hmm. Heartbreaking, sad, but lo- great love stories often are. You seen that one, Marcus?
1: Oh, yeah, I've seen anything with Nick Cage in it. Casablanca? uh uh-huh. Here's,
0: here's looking at you, that. kid. Never seen it. I mean, it's the greatest screenplay of all time. Oh, man. Work with a couple of rubes. You believe these idiots, Chloe? No, you don't. Why did, Why did I agree? get thrown into this? That is the uh, John docket. John Q. John
2: Q is a really good one. John kind of love that. You,
0: are you John talking about Q. John Wick?
2: No. John Q is a Denzel Washington movie. And he was gonna. Uh, his kid needed a heart, and they couldn't find the match. And he was gonna kill himself to give his kid his heart.
0: You talk about a fa- That's not a love story. That's a, that's a father. A father and son. You're making this weird uh, now, dude. What are you doing? You know, you gave me like this incredibly broad general the, no I, no the easiest uh, uh love story right love story gone with the wind bro-
1: oh no sleepless uh. in seattle when the harry notebook. met
0: sally sleepless in seattle when harry met sally a good love story
1: about time oh oh the affair on showtime that was a great the great affair love story in the, the yeah. affair
0: about cheating well he ended up they ended up together at the very end Finally with the woman that he cheated on his wife with. No, that's a great love story bear. Gee,
2: I mean, no, what? he ended up, he ended up going back to his wife and they figured out that they never really stopped loving each other.
0: Oh, that sounds like a great love story. How about, I could give
2: you, I, I'm just, I'm scrambled, man. I'm, I've driven like three and a half. I've had a long day. Oh, make excuses.
0: Tomorrow when I get there, you, you don't have some good No, you, you wouldn't like avatar too mushy. Too mushy for you. I don't mind the mushy stuff.
1: because there ever been but like... But the love
2: story between Carmela and Tony on The Sopranos was a great love story. No, no,
0: it wasn't. I don't think you even know what love is, this is my takeaway from this this conversation. It's like your, I, your definition of love is weird.
2: Uh, I mean, there's some Ryan Reynolds movies that were pretty good.
1: Has there ever been like a scene in a movie like about like romance or anything that's like made you tear up like cry or anything?
0: Ooh, no, Ooh. Not... no, I of don't co- know. no, of course not. No, Oh don't cry. Real no, men no, don't I, cry. I, I, no, I'll real men me. don't cry at movies, Marcus.
2: You, you throw on you me cry. Put that that love rain over me. That Adam Sandler 911 movie. This is the bear blubbering. Oh god.
5: <laughs> he lost
0: his whole family <laughs> Gene yeah, Gene Hackman like and, and uh, Barbara Hershey, uh, Hershey in Hoosiers never great, thought great love story what are the other movies on the list of awesome things Bear hates I guarantee they're good love stories
2: it's been a while since we went down the
0: list. Peter Gabriel's on there. I mean, uh, some great love songs. Oh, he's, 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 he's garbage. Some great love songs. The Office is on. Oh, that's the show I'm thinking of. Office Space. Do you like Office Space, Bear?
2: Uh, I've started and stopped it several times. I just, oh my God!
0: Oh, I just, just haven't. stop. Uh, just stop. Just stop. It, it just it shows stop. promise. It just
2: shows a stop. lot of promise you have to admit man you and your family you people uh you all like are super fans like you can make fun of marcus being a dork and a geek well but you gotta admit sorry marcus uh the smith family i mean you guys have had office office uh You know the office, like it's not just my family,
0: bro. It is a cult classic. People love that movie. Like my generation, age like thirty-five to forty-five, it's like on everybody's top ten list. One of the most quotable movies. I don't,
2: I don't think
4: everybody goes
0: to to the lengths that your family goes to. What, what lengths do we go to? i I've, I've seen it. Russell, your mother and
2: father showed up at the birthday party in character.
0: That, that's not office space, dude. That's the office.
2: Oh, office space?
0: Yes. Oh, you don't even know what the, the hell movie. we're talking about. Are you high right now? Be honest.
2: No. Uh, I've seen office space about 20 times.
0: Quick timeout. The, the, the drive continues. The shocking conclusion coming up. Speak now forever. Hold your peace. 865-546-8200. We're back with more right after this. Wrapping up Monday afternoon edition of the show, Bald Navy Admiral. The vote for uh, Bull Durham is a timeless love story. Those are kind of weird. Yeah,
2: that one's not bad. I've I've refreshed my memory now. Jerry Maguire's a great one.
0: It's okay. Harry Met Sally. When Harry Met Sally, that one's great, man. Oh, that that that's great. I was saying Jerry Maguire is okay.
2: Oh yeah, I mean it was just kind
0: of summer blockbuster kind of
2: love story.
0: Let's get uh, Meg Ryan in her prime. Well, nice.
2: oh oh, I'll tell you that's my favorite one, um, all time. The one with her and Nicholas Gager. he was the angel.
1: Hey Bear, that's one of my
2: all time favorites.
1: Yes, Marcus. I have a I have a question for you, Bear. Yeah. When you say you refreshed your memory, you didn't just Google
0: love stories, did you? Let's get uh, Martin in here. That's Go absolutely hell, that's absolutely what he did. Martin, you're on the drive. It's Fan Run Radio. Good afternoon, sir. Good
5: afternoon, Russell. How's it going? Russell, could you tell me how big uh, the quarterback is out of Savannah, Georgia, Jake? Uh,
0: is it Mellinger, me- Merklinger?
5: Or- Erklinger or something like
0: that. Yeah, he's um, – let me pull it up for you. He's not that big, I don't think. He's 6'2", six two, six two
5: 195. Yes. And we who we going to get Russell to play quarterback behind Nico because he'll be our only scholarship quarterback.
0: It sounds like Merklinger is the guy they're deepest in with at this point. If you could get him, that'd be great because, I mean, he's like a consensus four-star guy. I know who's after him. Who's that?
5: Florida, and well, Georgia, and Auburn showing some interest.
0: You know, I can understand why you'd want to go to Georgia and you know Auburn with Hugh Freeze now, but if if you've got Josh Heupel and Tennessee recruiting you, and Sunbelt Billy from Florida, like I'm sorry, I don't I don't care if. I am going to be buried on the depth chart. I ain't going to play for that guy until he shows me something. Heupel's at least showed you that if if you can win the job for him, you're going to be putting up numbers. You're going to be really good. Sunbelt yeah, Billy he can, ain't shown nothing, Martin. You
5: get to play to him, couldn't he?
0: Yeah. He'll
5: be the only uh, scholarship player quarterback we got outside of uh,
0: Nico a good point. You lose Milton. You're they're going to have to add somebody. I mean, you can basically come in and be the Am I missing somebody? We It's just No, gonna, you're not. It's just going to be Nico this time next year.
2: Yeah. We need a we need a quarterback and not just a in, in case of emergency quarterback. Like we need a quarterback in this class. yeah I would think you got you gotta get a you just about have to get a decent one every year. Yeah. You never know what's gonna happen. So
5: have you ever heard of any others or
2: I really have, but I don't follow it as nearly as closely as you do, Martin.
5: I heard of a Brody kid, but I don't know where he's at. I just heard his name. I don't know if it's Joe Brody or what.
0: Yeah, I want to say there's a kid up in Kentucky that they're looking at some too. Um and of course you've got McIntyre, who's in the 2025 class, so he's a rising junior. Where is he going to school right now, the McIntyre kid? Somewhere in Nashville. Where's the What's that, Martin?
5: We need Merlin off of bad, don't we?
0: Be nice. That, that would be awful nice to go ahead and get another blue chip quarterback in the boat. And if you're hypo, you sell it like, look, man, you're basically going to be the backup from day one. You're going to be a play away. You're going to be, you know, probably getting it, some mop-up duty at the very least behind Nico because we're going to be killing people. So you're going to get a lot of playing time as a true freshman. You might start if, God forbid, there's an injury. And then Nico's only going to be here three years. So you back him up for two years and then you're the guy, junior, have explode your junior season and go pro make a million dollars like that's your yeah. pitch there's gonna have to be a little bit you're ir- patient you know you're gonna have to find somebody that be willing to wait two seasons potentially but again both seasons of the high polaris so far the starting quarterback's gotten hurt so generally the backup here plays and more than just mop-up time generally you get some starts
5: all right i appreciate you Rachel.
0: appreciate you martin thanks for the phone call Um, the vote for George, uh, George Washington. For some reason, spelled, spelled with a J. That would be Jorge Washington. I'm
2: a baby going with Carter. It's more not what he did as president, it's what he did after. Oh, I just got reminded of it. A friend of mine's listening and reminded me. Uh, a star is born. I said, both the Chris Christopherson one and this recent one.
0: I never incredible saw. Love yeah, story. Yeah, I never saw either one. This is a it sad ending, right? Yeah, I know it's a sad ending.
2: Yeah, yeah, but it's a hell of a love
0: story, so. is has, has Bear done enough to convince you that he, he loves love today, Marcus?
1: He's not going to like me saying this, but I do have some questions.
2: He has
0: some questions.
1: Yeah, I was ready for that. Well, I'll be back in studio tomorrow, Margaret. You
2: just keep my chair clean, buddy. It's going to
0: kick my ass. Big thanks to Chloe Levering for her help behind the scenes this afternoon here in the White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. That's going to do it for us. Another day, another dollar, another stellar edition of The Drive in the Books. Overtime. Headed your way next. We'll do it again tomorrow right here on Fan Run Radio.